Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's subject is Hong Kong, and I was really fascinated writing this show. Lots of very interesting information. Uh, In a few minutes, we're going to get our co-host, Peter DeFeo, on the phone. And Peter will be telling you about his real-life experience in Hong Kong. So this is going to be a fun episode. Let's get started. Hong Kong is famous for their towering skyscrapers. The word Hong Kong means fragrant harbor in Chinese. They boast the world's largest covered escalator. They are ranked sixth in global billionaires. Now, let's examine that. In the, on the entire earth, Hong Kong has the sixth most billionaires. Uh, so that shows you that's an incredible uh, feat. They have 263 islands in Hong Kong. Uh, dim Sum started in Hong Kong. And dim sum means touch the heart in Chinese. The word for, oh, here, this is going to blow you away. So if you're driving in your car, you're at the gym, uh, you're listening to us as you're about to travel, uh, I want you to listen to this closely because I found this fascinating. The word for implies death in Chinese. So they usually skip the word for. What that means is if you go to Hong Kong, it is quite common that some of the big buildings will not have a fourth floor. I I thought that was fascinating. So there are actual buildings in Hong Kong without without a fourth floor uh, because... The word for implies death in Chinese. Feng Shui is very common in Hong Kong. Uh, They believe in Feng Shui. Pineapple buns are a must-try. So if if you do business in Hong Kong, if you live in Hong Kong, uh, pineapple buns are very good there. May to November is typhoon season in Hong Kong. So when you're planning your trip or if you're... Uh, looking to go there, please remember that May to November is typhoon season. Uh, Cathay Pacific is their home airline. Hong Kong International Airport is the size of 20 soccer fields. They have 8,000 glittering skyscrapers that adorn their skyline. Here's another interesting fact, which I thought was neat. In Hong Kong, you are considered lucky if you have a daughter and then a son. They consider that luck. So if you have a daughter and then you have a son, you are considered lucky. Uh, The peak peak tram began running in 1888. If you're a foodie. Hong Kong, once, you know, everything (laughs) blows over and you want to travel to Hong Kong, if you're a foodie, 
the highest number of restaurants per capita is in Hong Kong. So if you're a foodie and you want to travel, uh, the highest number of restaurants per capita is, is in con- Hong Kong. Three-quarters of their landmass is rur- rural. There are more Rolls Royces per person than any other city on Earth. And it's one of the world's most thriving economies. Uh, what language should you be aware of when you travel to Hong Kong? They speak Chinese, Cantonese, and English. So that's just a few facts to get us started. We have 60 of them. I wrote 60 facts for this episode, but I'll tell you what. The reason people love our show and we're starting to gain a good following is because we have a co-host, Peter DeFeo, who is a world traveler. And Peter gives you his real-life experience in the country. So anybody can go to Wikipedia and do what I just did. But what makes our show the best travel show on the planet is that Peter DeFeo is a co-host, and he's going to give you his real-life experience in Hong Kong. We're going to try to call him. He's actually not expecting the call for another half hour, but we're going to call him now. And we are calling our co-host, Peter DeFeo, world traveler. He has a lot of great stuff to talk about in Hong Kong. I still have 40 facts uh, to share with you guys. Lots of interesting stuff. Here's Peter DeFeo. Hold on, we're waiting on Peter. Please leave your name. Yep, Peter is not available yet. We told him 10 o'clock, so let's keep going with the facts. Uh, 17 public holidays every year in Hong Kong. They're known as a free market economy. It's not classified as a country, but a region of China. Oh, here's a, they use seawater to flush the toilets. Real estate is very expensive in Hong Kong. Uh, it is one of the highest cost real estates uh, in the world. So when you're looking to go to Hong Kong, keep in mind that real estate is extremely expensive. They use a lot of guards for security in their buildings, and the average age of their guards is 50. So what they do is they have tons of uh, buildings, and they hire a ton of security guards, and the average age of those security guards is 56, actually. They had a 7.451 million population in 2018. Uh, They're also becoming eco-friendly, and they claim they lay claim to the world's most expensive tea. So not only, <laughs> think about that. So if you're a tea lover, uh, the world's most expensive tea is in Hong Kong. 
Oh, check this out. This is awesome. The shortage of land in Hong Kong had to have them force them to... Yeah, here he is. Peter's ready. But the shortage of land in Hong Kong actually forced them to do online burials, uh, burial plots. So think about that. They had to do online burial plots because of the shortage of land. So you would have to see your friends and loved ones online. So here's Peter DeFeo. We're going to call him again. He just texted me, so he's ready. Peter, we're live. Learn about world cuisine. Talking about Hong Kong. Tell us about your experience in Hong Kong. Oh my, the uh, Hong Kong. Oh, what a beautiful place! I'll tell you, it was 1982. My first trip to Hong Kong, uh, Korea Airlines. It took us from Nome, Alaska, uh, but we were shocked because we were the only ones on the airplane on the 747. Yeah, yeah, it was like, what the heck is going on? Uh, Halfway through the flight, we found out that the week before, exactly that same flight was shot down by the Chinese. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, it was made the news, it was a terrible thing, and everybody was killed, of course. Um, That's the reason why the trip was so cheap, and and we were the the only ones uh, on the flight. So, um, anyhow, let's get into Hong Kong. Um, well, we touched ground. It was a pleasure. So we started out in a very positive thing. We're alive. I, I, I have to, um, t- I, I've taken architectural classes. I've gone to Princeton, Wharton, and a few other schools on architect. And I've been, at, I've done real estate, uh, my first, you know, for, you know, for 60 years. Um, the buildings in Hong Kong are were awesome. They blew me away. Each building, 20 to 40 feet buildings, looked like a different designer had a hand in it. They were Each one was so different. There was nothing that matched. We didn't have anything like this in America in 1982. Uh, it was beautiful, and I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, later in the 80s, uh, you know, uh, United States uh, caught up and started uh, doing that. You know, a lot of nice architecture in Philadelphia, New York, Washington. Uh, the nightlife. Um, entertainment was popping. Uh, this is a, a young lady from South America uh, asked us for help. Um, we were told that she was kidnapped and was used as a wrestler. So what is a wrestler? They, they uh, what they do is they take these young ladies and they stick them in uh, a van and they take them around the bars and the two ladies wrestle. Well, there's usually a, a whole van full of them and uh, whoever uh, people bet on them and whoever wins takes them in the back room and has sex with them. Uh, you know, it, it, it's um, it was unbelievable, but uh, you know that's. That was going on at the time. Daytime in Hong Kong, there's a cable car that goes up a steep mountain. In the center of Hong Kong, there's this large mountain. And the side that faces Victoria Bay uh, is the most 
developed side as far as uh, a city and a, uh, a place uh, where a lot of things are happening. So uh, uh, we, when we went up to this cable car, we experienced sweet and sour pork, uh, shrimp and chicken dipped in uh, a breadcrumbs, and after being chopped up, shaped into little balls, and dipped in hot oil. Very, very good. Oh, yeah, it was, it was uh, steamed shrimp, shrimp. Uh, let's call it a dumpling, a, a few shrimps and maybe pork bits wrapped in paper and then dipped in the oil. <laughs> the paper is so crystal clear and stuff, you think it's part of something to eat, so you better be careful. you got to bag it or you don't eat the paper with it, so you have to peel the paper off. Uh, the fish, they're sold by vendors. Uh, many, many vendors have are selling that, that type of a, a product. Uh, your choice, spicy or sweet dressing. Um, I did not try the chicken feet. They, they had chicken feet, uh, and it, it wasn't, it, it just didn't turn me on, so I, I didn't try it at all. Um, the cable car restaurant, we had roast goose, wonton soup, and tea. This has been, had been an English nation um, for over 150 years. So tea, of course, just like they have it in, in uh, Britain, in uh, London, black tea uh, with uh, milk and sugar, lots of milk and sugar, uh, exactly as they had it in London. My, my mouth is still watering just thinking about the whole the food and uh, what we ate there. Now, at our, at our hotel, Rick Springfield, remember Rick Springfield? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was staying at our hotel, and he had a concert uh, on one of the islands. There's uh, Hong Kong is actually a series of, of islands, maybe 100, 200 islands. Yeah, we said that earlier, yeah. Oh, oh is that right? I didn't count them. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we, could, we, could, we could drive to his gig, though. It was right off across Victoria Bay, and at the center... Uh, I believe it's called uh, um, uh, oh, the Presbyterian Center uh, on this particular island. Uh, you have to remember, Hong Kong, very, very uh, Irish. I mean, very, very, very English uh, because, because of the agreements over the 150 years, 160 years that they've had with Hong Kong. They actually had a war with Hong Kong and, and uh, won the island. Oh, okay. so, uh, very entrepreneurial. Uh, we ate rice and plain rice, fried fish, chopped and placed on top. Tea, black tea, and wonton soup. Uh, that that was good when we went to see uh, Brick uh, outside of the hotel. Peter, I'm sorry to interrupt, but talk about the dim sum. Dim sum was actually created in Hong Kong. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, what? what uh, which one was dim sum? That's the uh, the dim sum noodle. That I guess oh. is what, what you talked about. Right, right. Okay, they call it dim sum. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't get into the uh, Asian words for things. Victoria Bay was very active. All sorts of uh, boats, uh, Chinese type boats, people living on boats. Uh, you know. Uh, it, it was, it was, you know, you really felt China there. 
uh, when you look, looked at Victoria Bay. From there, we took a hydrofoil to uh, Dong, uh, Kong, Dong Wang, uh, China. At one point, the trip took us out of the out in the area where you couldn't see any land, and it was scary because the waves are bouncing this hydrofoil, and uh, you know it feels like it could flip over any second. Right. Uh, but uh, China is another story. It's a totally different world. Uh, it's it's a difference between uh, night and day. Um, uh, there's some of my people trying to come through. Um, waves had us rocking and rolling. And we were scared. I'm, I'm telling you for a moment. Um, China, we, we we had just rice in China. We were locked up in in a uh, uh, an area, locked up in the bus. I mean, it, it was total control of people uh, in in China. Uh, back to Hong Kong. Um, uh, we, we recommend this exciting place 100%. Love it. Love it. Um, the, uh, give, give you an idea of what to expect. Besides the beauty and great difference in taste, beautiful structures and food, you should experience the street life. The uh, number one, I was approached by a ho in my hotel the man wanted to sell me a suit when I first got there. And he said, I make you a suit. He said, they speak English. He says, and um, uh, you design it yourself, any material, whatever you want, it'll be the best. And uh, I could pick out whatever I wanted. And being a designer, uh, it, it sounded like something I had fun with. So uh, I told the tailor vendor I wasn't ready to do anything like that. Before we left... A couple of hours before we were to leave the hotel and come back, uh, I, I got them down to th uh, three-piece, three three-piece three suits that could be interchanged, parts from one part to another, vest from this one, a pants from that one, and paid him $100. Wow. So he gave me an order, uh, two hours. In two hours, he had it created. He, uh, there's somebody again trying to get through, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, he, he he did not did not be believe it. Uh, you know, uh, Mr. Wang also gave me his fact number and what what I wanted, and and uh, less than a week it would be delivered. He said, "Just fax me whatever you want, what material and design, and within a week." Uh, you will have it at your doorsteps. So they, they must have had a mass amount of people making these things. Yeah. Probably, put, probably put three or four people on, on one suit, you know, one making the vest, one making the pants, you know, one making the jacket and linings and stuff. Uh, Carnival Villa on, on the bay and a green rest area on the other side. Uh, it, it was unforgetting Chinese least ended in you know from England uh, and they keep renegotiating it the original lease was only for 50 years and that was 150 years ago and they and they, and they keep on renegotiating it renegotiating it and um, it'd be best for everybody if China stays out of um, you know Hong Kong because they're their values and 
morals and the way they do business is so different than the entrepreneurial uh, people in Hong Kong itself. It'll destroy Hong Kong. I haven't been back uh, in, a, in a good 15 years, and uh, you can see these changes starting to happen. One of my professors was Dr. Harmon Bro, and his grandfather had negotiated one of the original leases back at the beginning of the 20th century. Um, the, um, um, you know, I, 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 Hong Kong is different than any place I've ever been. The carnival-like atmosphere on the streets, uh, the vendors, and uh, of course the, the food is, is, they have their own type of food. Um, it, it would be a tremendous loss if uh, China totally took over Hong Kong. But, you know, what can you do? Have another war with, uh, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, with China? What about the skyscrapers? What's that like? I, they have uh, 8,000 skyscrapers. Oh, it, it was, they're like crystals. And I'm telling you, they're, you know, uh, 40, uh, 20, 40, 80 feet high. Each one is different, as I mentioned earlier. Each one is so different. It looked like a different architect designed each one. Uh, in 1980, it, you know, 82, uh, when I the first time I went there, there was nothing like that in America. We didn't really start getting into that until the mid 80s. Uh, they were so advanced uh, with their architecture. Uh, I mean, really great designs, type of thing you, you see in Philadelphia, and New York today. They were doing it back in 1982. Wow. They, you know, and I, uh, very, very aggressive people. Um, the island itself, the, the part that faces Victoria Bay is old country, you know, with, with the boats and people living in the boats and, and Chinese junks, you know, going back and forth and all sorts of colors. The other side of the island is uh, green, uh, side of a mountain, and it's like being out in the country. Uh, it, you know, I, I rented a car for one day and, and went around the island, and uh, got a got a good feeling of what was going on there. It's just the, the clump that faces uh, China that is developed that well. Um, you know, uh, the Hong Kong has changed a bit, but its beauty is still there. It is different than any other Asian place. It's a go. It, it's just to experience the this frozen in time, uh, you know, creation, uh, free enterprise, man at his best. That's the way I would put it. Man at his best. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, Let's talk about the food, Peter. They say that there's more restaurants per capita than any other country in the world. There must be restaurants all over? Yeah, I, and, and there's people selling things out of cars, out of, uh, out of bicycles, uh, vendors, you know. Uh, I think everyone makes food, and it's a, side, a way to make side money. Um, that, that's, that's what it appears to me. You have to be careful. I mean, you could get some bad food. So, uh, you know, I only bought food in the restaurants, and, and the places that were established, you know, that, that had a uh, uh, an establishment. Uh, like uh, like I said, the chicken feet, 
uh, just didn't turn me on. Uh, I'm not a pork eater either, even though they like to mix pork in, in China. They mix pork with, with shrimp and uh, seafood. Right. Uh, the, uh, but the, 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 food, the food was a little different than some of the other countries. Um, I mean, but it, 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 it's, uh, it's like a, a total party going on all the time. Yeah. It is just exciting, uh, entrepreneurial people running everywhere, yeah. uh, working, their, working their tails off uh, to feed their families and, uh, and keep things going. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I do recommend taking the uh, the rot, the cable car up to the top of the hill and uh, top of the mountain, and uh, that restaurant was awesome. A little expensive, uh, but it was worth you know worth going there. Uh, also, uh, if you go through the main streets, they have flags and they have all sorts of uh, signs everywhere. It looks like they never take a sign down. They put a sign up, and the new guys moves in and put another sign on top of it. And another sign on top of that, uh, but uh, no, the the food uh, in the hotels catered to the Americans and English. Uh, they, you know, you get food you would get at home uh, because some people just don't want to, you know, experiment. Uh, some people don't want to try, uh, you know, doing, um, you know, experimenting with other types of food. Um, hey Peter, you're an actor. Did you get the witness broadcast drive? It's the home. It's a. It's an area with all TV and radio stations. Were you able to check that out? Well, the last time, the last time I saw it, I didn't get a chance to actually go through it, uh, but it wasn't there the first time. Oh, okay. So it, it was a, a new, where I didn't, I didn't run across it on, you know, the first time, but uh, no, it. it uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're advanced. I I believe that the Chinese are going to have to keep their hands off of uh, Hong Kong as much as they can, and uh, I I believe that there's so much English in there that the English will come in and help them maintain Hong Kong as as a world class location. Uh, now, let me ask you another question. I'm about to give this fact in a few minutes, but there are no open bottle laws. What that means is that people can walk the streets with beer and everything else. Did you witness that? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, um, you know, people come right out of bars uh, with a bottle of beer or a cup, you know, and uh, drinking, you know, right on the street. And But nobody was abusive. And nobody was staggering and drunk, uh, as, as you might see in some other countries, uh, you know, Germany or Ireland. Uh, you, you know, it, uh, they, you know, they controlled it. They were they were much more uh, higher moral, uh, higher value. Uh, they were more into creation, doing things and getting things done. How about that? Now, Peter, in closing, if you were to give people one tip about Hong Kong, what would you say? What was your favorite thing? Mm, well, of course, the architecture. Okay. The architecture was fabulous. Um, the, um, the shrimp, where they take a couple of shrimp and uh, a little bit of pork they put in it, and they uh, roll it up, uh, chop it up, and roll it up into a bowl and cook it. I never had that anywhere else. Wow. 
that was that was that was different. Uh, the wonton soup is the best in Hong Kong uh, of, of anywhere. I, I've been to Korea, uh, Taipei, Taiwan, Japan. Uh, they had the best wonton soup. Uh, they did have a sushi type thing that you could have either raw or cooked, uh, like a cooked sushi, which is different. You, you know what the word sushi means? No. The word sushi does not mean fish. Oh. It means with rice. Oh, okay. And, and uh, you know, like, what is this, you know? Um, uh, there's no fish in this. Well, you know, that they, they told me it doesn't mean fish. It means with rice. A sweet potato. Now, that was good. Sweet potato sushi. Okay. Fantastic. Now, Peter, what should we be aware of? Did you notice anything... Uh, that we should be cautious of when we go to Hong Kong? Yes. Uh, don't buy off the street vendors. Okay. Any, any food. Be very cautious about that. I, I heard that the, you know, uh, some travelers got sick. Oh, from okay. Food, buying food from the street vendors. Um, be careful with these uh, uh, shams uh, who have, you know, they're, they're, like like our our world is today, uh, so many shams. Uh, you know, people will try to con a of, you. A lot of scams, right? Yeah. 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 You don't want to go off in the dark corner with with anybody. Stay with the stay out in the open. Stay out with the crowds. Uh, you know, stay stay out. Uh, you know, just just be very careful. Be is very there careful. is there homeless there? Like I'm curious about all these questions. Did well, you see homeless people or whatever? Well. You can't distinguish homeless uh, because, you know, you have people living in boats, but they've been living in boats for centuries. Oh, gotcha. You, you know, they, they have a little, you know, 10, 12-foot boat that the whole family lives in. It has a little cover over it. It looks like a canoe with a with – underneath where they sleep and, and eat. And, I mean, they live on these boats. Uh, same thing happens in Korea. Koreans, um, you know, live in the boats. Um, it, it's a, it's a way of life. Uh, the um, you know so there's you know there's very poor people, and you know I guess there's you know like this guy uh, this vendor who is selling uh, suits and clothes and all he entrepreneurial type people, and I imagine there's million multimillionaires. No, um, it's the sixth sixth most billionaires in the world. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, Ranks yeah, number well, six. Wow, I I could believe it because they they're really hustling, and uh, man, when they I mean you you could till today you could send them uh, an email, and uh, you know before it was faxes because we didn't have emails in the eighties, uh, and you know you tell them what you want, and that same day they'll make it and it'll be in in the mail to you, and you'll get it as fast as uh, you know the post office can get it to you. How about that? Now, Peter, another great uh, contribution by you, so let's reward you by promoting yourself. You have all kinds of stuff going on. Tell our listeners about what you have going on. How can they contact you? Well, they could call me, uh, first off, uh, or text me to uh, 610-565-2000. Um, they could, uh, you know, email me, Peter DeFeo, actor at gmail.com they could go on Facebook and they could communicate with me you know through Facebook 
Uh, I like helping people. Uh, I help a lot of people get into the entertainment business. Uh, I also do uh, real estate consulting on the side, and uh, which I was my main uh, source of income for 50 years. And um, you know, I uh, I enjoy working with people. Right now, uh, I have a uh, I've been committed to work as a uh, 19th century doctor on a show. Uh, I'm on recipes for love. I'm a restaurant owner. Uh, in, in that particular series, um, and I have uh, another uh, series coming up where I'm a, a Spanish uh, in, in the import uh, office. Uh, so I, I uh, you know, uh, it's opening up, and the jobs are coming every week. More and more uh, jobs are coming where I could pick my uh, principal roles, where I want to, you know, what I want to be in. And you help actors and actresses. That's why you gave your phone number out. So if you're a str- if you're a struggling actor or you want to get in the acting business, uh, you can call Peter, right, Peter? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I love my artist friends. I'm also a painter, Peter DeFeo Fine Artist dot com, or just Peter DeFeo Fine Artist is a site that was stolen from me. I'm trying to get my. Uh, they stole my paintings, and then they put malware on my site that had 500 paintings on it wow. and we're trying to get my site back up and running if i don't get it back up and running by the end of the year uh i will have to rebuild that site which which took almost a year to build it so uh you know it, it, that would be tragic but that's where i am but you could see some of my artwork on peter DeFeo fine artist and um that is that is not my site but it's, it's somewhat stole it. We're, we're investigating it right now. Um, but you could see some of my artwork just to get a feel of, of what type of work I do. I work on all mediums. So, uh, Peter, thank you again. You did great job this week again. Uh, thank you, Peter. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck to you. Uh, just let me know what, where you want me to cover next week. Absolutely. Thank you, Peter. Have a great week. That was Peter DeFeo, actor, uh, celebrity. He was on The Sopranos. He was on American Gangster. Uh, He was on a lot of movies. He's been in over 150 movies. But like I told you guys, what makes our travel show better than the other travel shows is that we give you the real-life experience in the country. Peter made a lot of good points uh, that you would not normally see on Wikipedia. So my portion of the show, you can easily find out on your own. Uh, But Peter is giving you the real-life experience uh, in the country, and that's what makes us different from the other travel shows. All right, we're going to give you uh, another 30 Facts And then we are going to wrap up the show. Keep in mind, I do the show right from my living room. So the show can be 20 minutes. It can be 40 minutes. It can be 60 minutes. It can be two hours. It all depends on the information that we are giving. So let's get back. Uh, The shortage of land forced people to do online burial plots. I think that is fascinating. Uh, That is fascinating. Uh, Third highest IQ in the world in 2013. Hong Kong had the highest, third highest IQ in the entire world. 
They have tripled the world's average consumption of tea. Uh, Here's another thing for you foodies out there. If you're a foodie traveler, which I personally know several, uh, Hong Kong has the world's most affordable Michelin star dishes. So if you're looking to go to a Michelin star restaurant and you don't think you can afford it, Hong Kong has the world's most affordable Michelin star dishes. Uh, When you want to call Hong Kong, you have to use the international code of 852. Uh, We talked about Broadcast Drive with Peter. That's a place that has uh, tons of radio and TV stations. Their summers are hot, and they have very icy winters. Uh, It is one of the most advanced cities in regards to public transportation. So if you're planning a trip to Hong Kong, you got business. We have a lot of business listeners also that do business in these countries. Uh, keep in mind that the public transportation is one of the most advanced in the entire world. The drinking age. We have a lot of listeners uh, that love knowing about alcohol. We have a lot of alcohol enthusiasts. So I always look up the drinking age. The drinking age is 18. Uh, We talked about this with Peter. There's no open bottle laws. That means you can walk down the street uh, with beer, wine, whatever you want. There's no laws against it. Uh, Most of the places have air conditioning due to the hot summers. It is the eighth most traded currency in the world. Uh, Peter told you about uh, a street vendor that made him clothing, but the Sam's Taylor... It's called Sam's Tailor. It's a famous tailor that has made clothes for heads of state. That is located in Hong Kong. Dai Pai Dong is a famous noodle soup. Uh, Eating noodles on your birthday is said to give you long life. So if you are uh, in Hong Kong and you live there, uh, they have a tradition that eating noodles on your birthday because it is supposed to give you long life. The third Disney theme park opened in Hong Kong. The largest fleet of ferries in the world is located in Hong Kong. They had 42 million tourists in 2011. Uh, They're known for producing the best kung fu movies. They won best business place in the world several times. So that is interesting. Uh, The best business place in the world was Hong Kong several times. The largest fleet of double-decker tram cars in the entire world. The airport is the top ten busiest in the entire world. Uh, This is what Peter was talking about with the British influence in Hong Kong. From 1842 to 1997, Hong Kong was under British rule. Uh, They give free education for students up to 12 years. Some of the islands of Hong Kong, I think there's over 200, uh, 200, uh, over 200 islands. Some of those are unreachable and uninhabitable, so they're not all livable. Peak Circle Walk is one of the world's most scenic walks. Mainland China moved to Hong Kong in 221 BC. In 1941. 
Okay, in 1941, a huge amount of people living in China fled to Hong Kong because China was communist. So they tried to get out of China and fled to Hong Kong due to communism. They have two fierce media competitors, two big media companies and their fierce competitors. In 1997, archaeologists discovered over 20 graves in Ma Wan. All right, that concludes our episode this week. Keep in mind, we are available on all podcast platforms. We're on iHeartRadio. We are on Spotify. Everywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Each week, we take a different different country or a different place around the world. And we give you great facts that I look up that you can do the same thing I do. And then we give you Peter DeFeo's real-life experience in the country. Uh, So if you're a traveler or you're a world enthusiast, this is your show. We are one of the only travel shows that gives you a real-life experience. So the difference between our show and other travel shows is we have Peter. Uh, You can look up Wikipedia. You can find out a lot of stuff. But when you talk to a person that has been to the place that you're looking to travel, that kind of gives you the real deal. Go to your favorite podcast platform, iHeartRadio. Look up our show. uh, And we have covered Greece. We have covered Italy. We have covered uh, 17 places so far around the world. And we will see you next week. We post the show on Friday. So if you're looking for a new show, subscribe to the show. And we post a new show every Friday. Uh, If you want an easy way to get to our show, you can go to Philly Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com. And there's a direct link for the iTunes and a direct link for our show. Thank you very much, and we're looking forward to seeing you next week to take you on a culinary tour around the world.